it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things relationship yoga and well-being. And today I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Abigail Island and she is a peak performance strategist who helps executives, teams and businesses to achieve a high level of performance and enhance personal productivity on a sustainable basis. A big part of this is having a healthy lifestyle which includes a good healthy diet and staying fit. So welcome, thank you for being here. Thanks, Gemma. Lovely to, to be on the show. Thank you. That's right. Yeah. So how did you kind of get into this in the first place? Yeah. So I was working in banking before starting my own business and in roles that were pretty much a lot of the time, long hours, you know, late nights, sometimes working weekends, um, a lot of pressures up and down throughout the day. And I noticed that one thing that you couldn't do was look after yourself properly. You, you, there wasn't enough yeah. time to get to the gym or to eat well uh to, to kind of focus on your mind and all those things that are really important and I didn't realize it was a, an issue at the time until I left banking and then I realized how important it is to really make sure that you're optimizing yourself and those are things that you can do to optimize so looking after your um, physical fitness eating well uh taking care of your mind getting enough sleep all of those things have a massive impact impact on productivity uh, and I started to get more and more interested in it when I started my first business. And then it kind of all kind of merged together into, into what I do today, today on peak performance. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I tend to see a lot of that, especially with my clients as well, that they're high achievers or, yeah, go, go to London every day or whatever. And they are just burnt out because you're just not looking after yourself at all. And then it's not until you actually get burnt out that you then think, oh, actually, I need to look after myself. <laughs> That's exactly it. And it's um, it's that sustainable piece, which is the, the key part that I, I like to focus on, because you can keep going at a high level. You can kind of do that level of work and that intensity for a period of time. But uh, there comes a point where you realize, actually, you either stop enjoying it or you realize that it's having an impact on your health or you, you start to put on weights or, or something else or your relationships suffer as a result of it. And so then you realize, actually, I need to get more balance in. And so um, sustainable is about making sure that you can operate at that high level, but obviously balancing out with the well-being and looking after yourself at the same time. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And how do you do that with your clients? What do you bring in? for them to to help achieve that yeah so i um i work with execs and i work with teams so we you know have like training workshops i do coaching as well but um a lot of it is around three pillars that i have so i have psychology physiology and productivity is the three three key core pillars of my business and um that's about making sure first you get your mindset in the right space you know making sure that you are focused um you, you've got a healthy mind uh, you, you know what you're doing, why you're doing it, having purpose, 
um, you, but essentially getting that mindset as crystal clear as possible. Then, then looking at physiology, looking at nutrition, rest, sleep, exercise, anything that impacts how your body operates. Because if your mind and body aren't working well, then we can't, as much as you have all the best tools and computers and gadgets and everything else, you're not going to be at your best. And then the third piece is on personal effectiveness. So how do you make sure that you navigate through your day to day um, the way that you work in the best way possible? So I kind of integrate all three into into the way that I operate, into the methodology that I use with my clients. Yeah, that's amazing because it all does integrate, doesn't it? Or yeah. if you haven't got one, you're not going to work with the other. So it's, yeah, it really, really needs that. And with nutrition, what would you kind of say, would you have like a healthy balanced diet or yeah, would you have like two days off a week or whatever, like cheat days? <laughs> yeah, I know there's a lot of, I know there's so many different diets out there and I've never done, I've never had a diet, but it's because everyone tries to look for the quickest way to do something or the best way. And, you know, there are people who say eat breakfast in the mornings. There are other people who say don't eat breakfast. And the, the way I've been trained and the way that I believe is right is everyone's different. So what works for me might not work for you. What works for you won't work for me. And so you've got to really tune into how you feel during the day. Uh, and you know, the basics of eating enough vegetables, getting enough water, having your fruit, uh, having protein and, and complex carbohydrates, essentially all those macronutrients. My view is get that all right in terms of what works for you and you're fine. But don't, I don't think the kind of, sometimes the fasting can work for some people. I personally haven't done it a lot myself. I might have done it unintentionally when you kind of yeah. skip breakfast or something else. Uh, but I just listen to my body and I think, what do I need today? If I'm going to do a big workout, I'm going to need something different. I'm not going to be able to not eat and, and do that. If I'm going to, if I'm going on a busy um, trip somewhere traveling, I might skip a meal without even realizing it, but that's fine. I'll make it up later. So it, it really is about everyone doing the basics right. Yeah. And a lot of the time we don't, we're like, oh, I'm going to do like paleo. I'm going to do um, a keto diet. I'm going to do something else. I'm like, just do the firstly, get your veg in, yeah. get your nutrient, get your protein in and, and then see what you need. Um, but yeah, everyone's different. It's, uh, yeah. it, yeah. it, that's the important thing. Yeah. And with sleep as well, like sleep quality, especially if with when you were banking, you probably didn't get much sleep or that you were constantly working most of the time as in like you'd still be working at 10 o'clock at night checking your phone or whatever so yeah sleep is definitely a good thing to have but how would you say with your clients how would you add sleep productivity into it yeah really good um question there because because as you say like sometimes we think of food and exercise being the two most important factors and sleep is a bit underrated yeah. and actually sleep is like probably the most important one for making sure that your exercise impact is as, as, as high as possible. So your recovery, um, your body being able to repair itself, all that happens when you're, when you're sleeping and your mind as well, the mental side of things, that all kind of, your, your brain goes through processes of joining the darts, piecing together what happened in the day when you're asleep. It's, it's when it starts to sort things out. So you need the sleep. But yes, most of the time when I was in the corporate world, that would be deprioritized versus everything else work. But then also I'd get up in the morning, go to the gym, even if it, even if I'd had a late night the night before, um, I, I might focus on my nutrition a little bit more, but sleep was the thing that got neglected. And actually 
uh, you need that in order to perform at your best. And it's it's something that nowadays, I'm doing my sleep coaching um, course at the moment. Oh, amazing. Um, so, yeah, so by the end of this year, I'll have another um, qualification because I, lo- <laughs> I love studying. Um, but but that's the missing piece for me. It's like really getting deep, detailed into that and understanding how that how that impacts people. Because some people are great at the, you know, four, four hours, oh, I only need four hours sleep. And, um, you know, whatever it is, you need to get to the gym. It's actually not true. You need you need the sleep to do all of that well. And some people don't have much sleep at night, but then they're great at power napping or their intensity of sleep is better. So again, we're all different. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I find, well, especially when I had the kids or babies, I could not nap during the day. I just couldn't. Everyone was like, you need to sleep when they're sleeping. But then when I tried, I would then wake up and I'd feel really sick. And I think I went into too much of a deep sleep and then they'd wake up and then you're like in the REM stage of your sleep. And that just didn't work for me. <laughs> yeah it's it's they do say with like power naps and I don't know how long Gemma you were you were sleeping for but they say an hour an hour yeah yeah, yeah. so it, for power naps the optimal is around 25 minutes um and I notice that so if I'm having a power nap I set the timer and sometimes I'll listen to kind of meditation which is for power naps 25 minutes and then you don't feel bad whereas when you do the hour it's gone past that kind of exactly as you yeah. said gone past the the stage where you can get out of it quickly so your body's already gone into that deeper sleep yeah that's yeah that was one of my things it's like, I can't do it <laughs> yeah and it's hard then, once you, if you're that tired you will yes your body's needing the sleep right yeah so. yeah but then when you set a timer does that then not I don't know are you are you going into like a oh, okay, in 25 minutes, the alarm's going to go off, but I'm not, I'm going to worry about that until that alarm goes off. Or do you just switch off? Most people can switch off. No, I am, I literally, I set the timer for 30 minutes and then I put um, a meditation, a guided meditation on for that last for the 25 minutes or so. And then that normally counts you back up to waking up again. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and, and weirdly I do. And it goes, you know, open your eyes, you're wide awake. And I'm like, oh, I'm wide awake. And then the alarm <laughs> goes off a few minutes later anyway, but I'm not, it's not like a shock state yeah. of waking up. Yeah. Uh, but it really does make a difference. Yeah. yeah. As long as I have the timer, I know that I'll get up again. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the meditation helps to do that for me because then you're focusing on that. You're not worrying about your to-do list or anything else yes. just listen to that trust the yeah. process and, and let it happen yeah yeah and I suppose with the physiology as well part of it is movement and exercise and even if you didn't want to do an exercise like go out for a walk in nature or do something does that have a positive impact because oh, I suppose it does with the three pillars but does it have a positive impact with how you feel about your job or I don't know something that you're really struggling with does that bring a sense of calmness into your mind? Yeah, really good question, Gemma. And yeah, completely. I mean, obviously, if you're somewhere near the sea or you can walk somewhere where there's a lot of nature, you know, studies show that we're much more, obviously, as human beings, we are going to be part of nature. So we're attuned to that. It helps us to feel calmer. Um, it helps us to feel like just grounded. Uh, but if you can't go outside, it's not about an all or nothing approach. Um, sometimes I speak to people and they're like, oh, I couldn't get to the gym. So basically I did nothing. I just had some cake instead. And we kind of go the other way when actually it's it's actually thinking, what can you do? Small things like I have, I have, I use apps a lot for different things. So I have like a, a stretching app or you can go on and use different things for different, you know, whatever you need. Like you, you'll do yoga so someone can go and watch your videos and things like that. Um, but 
because then I don't basically it's for me it's about removing decisions so yes I can go oh, okay I'm going to stretch what stretching should I do what should I do first what's going to be most important so I've got an app that is purely you know you can pick 10 minutes I've got five minutes whatever just follow it for, the, for that time I don't need to think because again when we're already depleted or tired or we're busy the more decisions we make the more depleted we're going to get so I try and remove as many decisions as possible and I'm still working on that but it's it does make a difference that's great actually I hadn't even really yeah kind of thought about that and how how making decisions you're still using your brain power when you should try and to be switching it off yeah exactly exactly it it just means if I go to the gym and I I follow my own program I have to think about what that program is going to be and then and then also I might either it's in my head which means I have to store it or I might write it down somewhere or have it on my phone and then I've always got my phone um but actually just following someone else's program just helps me to not worry about it it's in someone else's hands just do it you know and and consistency over um motivation then you just get it done now we are going to go to a short break see you the other side welcome dear one to paradise we are collective seeking paradise it is a feeling not a place and we believe that we hold all wisdom for healing we share our experiences throughout our journeys as well as gain tools and support to flow through life's highs and lows we are here on a soul mission to guide each other through the process of finding the path to paradise now we have incredible news for you in spring 2022 we are expanding our services to include our own app called paradise movement and we want to offer you exclusive access this will include to have our virtual sanctuary as you know it paradise movement however with the launch of our new app there will no longer be a third-party platform we will just be a click away this is a really easy to use app with lots of healing tools e-programs and courses and lots and lots of healers which will help you on your path i am one of these healers so come over to this amazing app it is incredible go to www.paradisemovementmvmnt.com for you to sign up and include yourself in this lifetime access for our full online sanctuary and for you to be healed Yeah. And would you say have boundaries as well? Like, yes, have boundaries with, I don't know, your friends and family and stuff, but have boundaries with your work now, because we're working from home and we're not really switching off. And even if we're doing a nine to five job and we'll still put the laptop down and close it, we're still then on our phones, checking emails and things. So we're not actually switching off. So do you have like a strategy for that? Yes. So I am also sometimes not great at that because my work is kind of my life. But I enjoy my work and and you'll be the same in the work you do. So when I was in banking, definitely was more particular about thinking I need to have boundaries. I need to be able to go on holiday. I need to switch off. The work I do now, because it's around performance and all those things that make you feel good. I feel like everything I'm doing in my work complements my life and everything in my life complements my work. So I go to the gym is my bound is my kind of work-life balance Um, or after work thinking it's got to a certain time I need to shut down, but there will be times where there will be ebbs and flows in work sometimes. So it's not about saying every day has to be nine to five. It's about saying, yeah, you want to aim for balance, but there might be times you might need to work a little bit more 
but then making sure that you you book in a nice holiday for later on or something so making sure that you have balance over the year it's not always going to be nine to five because there could be times when you've got energy to do something yeah you're like oh you know I want to get this bit done on my website as me at the moment is trying to do or um it could be that you're you're thinking I can record one extra one extra you know talk or, or meditation or something and you've got the energy so instead of thinking no but I this is my tv time I have to stop work do what feels right to you, but then yeah. make sure that you create the balance where you need it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, yeah, I find that as well because I really enjoy my work and what I do, it doesn't feel like work to me. So I can just keep going. But yeah. do you as well with your clients, with female clients, do you um, do it with their cycles as well? So like if they're actually bleeding, then they would be calm and quiet and not doing much. Whereas if they're ovulating, they'd be really energetic. Do you kind of bring that into it? I don't I don't talk about it specifically, but it is definitely a really good point. And I'd say definitely for things around exercise, you know, there was a study that was done recently where they actually said that when women are on their um, when women are on their periods, uh, it is sometimes the pain levels can be the same as someone going through a heart attack, which was really wow. interesting. Yeah. So I mean, and again, everyone's different there. But if you're, for example, um going going to the gym like thinking I don't need to push as hard it's not about that it's about again really being tuned into your body and going how do you feel at a point in time uh if your legs are feeling like really achy and tired and you don't feel like you've got the energy then 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 do something different or if you feel like that and you think actually I'm so tired but I've booked in to go to the gym go actually I'm gonna have that sleep because the sleep is what your body needs so I I definitely I don't specifically talk about it, but I think it is something that we do need to consider um, to make sure we're not pushing ourselves unrealistically. Yeah. Um, Because you see a lot of stuff around, for me, the biggest frustration I have around peak performance is that it's very, I'd say, testosterone led a lot of the time it's very when you talk about peak performance there's definitely less women than men who talk about it when women talk about it it's seen as well-being um and or just mind stuff yeah Um, and and a lot of the time it's very focused on um the sports world which is great but again we're not all trying to be olympic athletes you know people are parents you're you're a mum, or um you've got other things going on i don't want to climb mount everest to be my best I want to be my best based on my best and so when I talk about peak performance it's really about recognizing that as well and you know again going back to things like when you're on your period and other things like that um it's about not pushing yourself unnecessarily just because of what you think the what you think you should be doing yeah yeah and I think that as well with corporate world is all part of it's more man's it's all more more what's the word aimed at men more than women like we men have a 24-hour cycle and we have a 28-day cycle so we shouldn't really be be doing like the nine to five we should be listening to our bodies and working what we need to work out within our 28 days but yeah we can't do that so I suppose then for peak performance as well that's where that would come in yeah yeah it's a really good point Gemma and um and and you're right it's um it's just it's just acknowledging that as well and going yeah. right so where where am I now or where are you now where do you want to be um where what is your potential what are some of the things can, the obstacles that can get in the way of that and how do we make sure we kind of close those gaps and overcome those things but acknowledging that again we need to figure out what's exactly right for you and that's going to depend on 
a whole load of different things. Yeah, so. yeah. And with concentration as well, do, do you find that people, depending on what they eat, like if they have a high sugar, high fat diet, then or foods, then they're not concentrating that well or if they've had a bad sleep then they're not concentrating but if they're looking after themselves they have a better concentration yeah 100 percent. i mean for me i don't have coffee at all like I, i've just never been into it in, yeah, um, and, and I, yeah do you not either no no <laughs> and it's and it's funny because so many people like you see on linkedin and people all the memes that come up about not being yeah. able to function without I'm coffee sure and things like that and i feel like I, I have enough other food. I have a lot of cacao. Maybe that's yes, where I get my love caffeine. love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I feel like I've got touch wood enough energy to do what I need to do every day. Uh, definitely felt when I worked in, in corporate, sometimes I'd make less sensible, less smart food choices. And then you'd get that slump in the afternoon. But a lot of it is about just being conscious about that. And if you're going to have something like sugar, just being aware that you will get the sugar high in the drop. So if you're going to have sugar, have something else just before that, that's going to slow down the sugar into the bloodstream. So, you know, I might think, oh, I really want a piece of cake, but I know I need to have um, a piece of avocado or something yeah. before that to make yeah. sure that I don't get that spike. And then you're fine. Uh, yeah. And it's small things like that that make a difference. It's just thinking, what are the other macros I can bring into the mix, some protein or some fat, something that's going to mean that the, the sugar doesn't go straight through like a... Um, like a train you know going through yeah. a tunnel um, yeah. we want to make sure we've got something slowing it down before yeah. that and do you find with your clients or how you used to be as well if you didn't get enough sleep and you weren't eating the correct foods that you would go into like a board meeting and you'd be really worried about it and sweating and and anxious about it but then if you do get the right sleep and you are eating correctly then you have a better mindset to go straight into there and be like yes I can do this yeah, the, I mean, nowadays, lack of sleep impacts me so much more as well. I, I definitely feel it more. Um, and I, I love I love sleep. Like sometimes I'll go to bed and I'll go, I just love my bed. It's yeah. just, I'm, I've got to that age where I'm like, I just love my bed. It's just, <laughs> this is nice at the end of the day. Um, but when I was in corporate, I I functioned, but that was because you, uh, you just pushed through it, right? So yeah. I was fine doing what I had to do, but I was younger at the time as well. And um uh you kind of almost go on adrenaline a lot of the times as well when you're like I need to get stuff done so you can work late get in early get things done high pressure lots of deadlines uh but I I didn't want to carry on like that and I know as you kind of progress in your career that can change as well but equally I was like what do I really want to do and it's about looking after yourself and and for me I think when it comes to your body those signs of if, for example, you, you are feeling like you're sweating and shaking and all those kind of things where you haven't had any sleep and you feel like you're hungover, uh, they are signs that you, you need to sort it out because if it carries on like that and it's chronic, you're going to get problems down the line. Um, there was, there's been a lot of research around you know, how we function and what happens at different ages. And I think I read something once and it said, you can kind of do whatever you want until you're around 55. Right. And then that's when everything kind of shows, right? everything starts to maybe carry on or fall apart so people go I'm fine I'm you know I'm 45 and 50 everything's fine um and it could carry on like that but equally you shouldn't keep functioning at that crazy level without looking after yourself because you want to be preventative rather than having to sort stuff out later yes definitely yeah it is more about prevention than yeah having to sort things yeah. out all the time yeah yeah 
And do you find with, with peak performance as well, people, not specifically injuries, if we're not talking about um, sports peak performance, but yeah, do you find that people will still have, I don't know, like a, a corporate injury in a way? Um, like at the moment I've got, oh, I was born with hip dysplasia. So it, it comes up every now and again. And I suppose with, with you, I don't know, do people have issues or yeah health problems things like that that they are struggling with that you can help uh, them with do you mean things that have stemmed from being in corporate or just yeah general? yeah like stress related issues I suppose probably yeah. probably things that people do have are things like the common things of um uh bad posture yes you know from sitting at the desk all day uh and that later has an impact on other things headaches and and over time it can be pretty fixed like it's very hard to get out of that so when a few years ago I was doing uh personal training uh with with clients when I was in Australia and there were there were times where you, you thought people need to really look after themselves they've been doing working 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 for so long and just not realizing how little by little, you know, you're kind of like your neck's going forward, your shoulders are rounding in, um, then they get backache, then that means you need to take time off work for, for going to the physio and getting things fixed. Um, stress can cause heart problems. There, there are so much, um, there's so much that can happen. And it's because it's chronic, it gets to that point where it, there's something called the allostatic load. I don't know if you've, you've heard of that before. Yes, I have. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah so. just explain what it is. Yeah. So, so just in terms of that chronic stress, it's like the straw that breaks the camel's back. You can have lots and lots of stresses and think you're fine. And then suddenly one last straw comes on and it, it's the thing that essentially breaks you. Uh, and that's the thing I think sometimes, you know, with COVID and the pandemic, we've all had an extra stress and we may already have had other stresses. And then we've got work stresses and relationship stresses and kids and whatever else going on in our lives how much can we kind of take how much can we have on our shoulders before something happens and just being aware of that and trying to give yourself some space is really important yeah yeah it really is definitely and two what are two takeaway points from today's conversation um okay good good question so my first takeaway would be prioritize your sleep we talked about that a lot today don't <laughs> underestimate it like literally make your bedroom your sanctuary imagine you were going to this nice hotel and it's just this really nice room with without clutter and electricity and things in there apart from the lights but just make sure that you don't have like too much stuff in the room um and the second one is don't go to don't try and do all or nothing with with what you eat to be at your best just think very simply aim for the usual kind of two to three liters of water a day depending on how much exercise you're doing how much movement and uh just aim for one or two vegetables per meal in your day and you'll get to your five or seven a day quite easily so that's the starting point perfect oh thank you and where can we find you what's your website or your social media channels yes yeah, so i have um i'm on instagram just at abigail island i can't remember the handle but i can i can share that with you later um website is abigailisland.com but i've also got a new website called understandingperformance.com that will be ready in the next month or so as Yay, well nice oh thank you LinkedIn. so much for coming on it's been really good yeah great thank you Gemma. thanks for having me that's all right 
Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, and I will see you very soon. Music.